Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. A simple way to avoid mental slavery is to look at what the average masses of people are doing and make sure you are not too often having too much in common with them. Stayallday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Are you tired of feeling like a human science experiment with that cabinet full of supplements of junk you're taking every day and don't even know what it is? You can't even pronounce half the stuff you're putting in your body. I know you know what I'm talking about. So say hello to AG1. This is a supplement that I take besides protein and water. The only other thing I take, your one-stop shop for all things health and vitality. It's like having a team of superheroes in a single bottle ready to rescue you from nutrient deficiencies and boost your overall well-being. That sounds good, right? Let me tell you what AG1 is. Is the ultimate multitasker, delivering a powerful blend of 75 vitamins, minerals, and other incredible ingredients all at once. It's like a nutrient-packed smoothie, but without the blender, without the mess, and without that questionable flavor combination that you had yesterday. With AG1, you'll get the nutrients you need without the taste bud turmoil. And any of you who's been taking a lot of stuff, you know what I'm talking about. But hold on, there's more. When you jump on the AG1 train today, you're going to get an epic offer. Here's the offer. Get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. That's the sunshine vitamin that keeps your immune system and bones in top shape. And that's not all. You're going to enjoy five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment, ensuring that you stay on top of your health game, even while you're on the go. And all you got to do is take a scoop of this stuff or one travel pack, eight ounces of water and your shaker bottle, which AG1 will give to you. So this is the simplest, easiest way to get nutrients for your body every single day. You don't need a blender. You don't need ice. You don't have to try random combinations, none of that garbage. Say goodbye to all of that. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first order. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and join the AG1 party for a healthier, happier you. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. Have you ever wanted to dip your toes into investing but felt overwhelmed? Well, get ready to discover the power of investing made easy with Stash Investments. Here's the best part. Join Stash today using my exclusive link at workonyourgame.com slash stash. That's S-T-A-S-H. And you'll get an incredible $20 worth of free stock. Yes, free stock to start your investing journey. 
Stash is here to simplify investing for everyone. Starting with just $5, you can begin your journey to financial growth. Whether you're new to this or a seasoned pro, Stash has got your back. But that's not all. You can even create custodial accounts for your under 18 children and teach them the power of smart money management from an early age. Imagine owning a piece of your favorite companies from tech giants to your favorite brands. With Stash, you're not just a consumer. You're now an owner and an investor. So why wait? Take control of your financial future today. Join Stash at workonyourgame.com slash stash and claim your $20 worth of free stock. Stash Investments, where everyone can be an investor. Start with as little as $5, invest in what you believe in, and grow your wealth like a pro. Visit workwhenyourgame.com slash stash to seize this incredible opportunity. Offer valid for a limited time and subject to terms. Investment involves risk. See website for details. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved enough. And put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to escape mental slavery. Now, before we get into this, let me remind everybody that I send out a daily motivation text free of charge every single day. To everybody in my text community, this message is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. You want to get this text. So all you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when a daily motivation text comes out, because you're a member of my text community, you'll be getting this message free of charge straight to your phone. Now, with that out of the way, let's get into talking about, and oh, one more thing. Work on your game university. That is where all my coaching is. That is the only place you get access to all my courses like Bulletproof Mindset, 30 Days of Discipline, and Work on Your Game System, Content Machine, 30 Days of Discipline. I said that ASAP Confidence, the Business Builder Framework, the Next Mission Framework, and every other course that I've ever created, you get access to all of that stuff inside of Work on Your Game University. You get access to all my tactical and strategic training when it comes to building a value ladder. That is like, how do you take people from getting something for free on your website to buying your highest ticket item, like your mastermind retreat or your high ticket coaching program or your course or whatever it may be. How do you take people from step one all the way up to step 10 in terms of financial investments that they're making into the products that you're selling? I have a training on how to do that. Any of you want to learn how to put together your book and sell it? There are trainings on that. You want to learn how to put together a coaching program and sell it? There are trainings on that. You want to learn how to reach out to media platforms and get yourself listed or get yourself guested as a guest appearance on a podcast or on somebody's YouTube channel or an interview show. You want to learn how to get booked on a TED Talk. All of those things, I have trainings for all of that stuff inside of Work On Your Game University, but you must be a member of the university to get access to all of that training is all in one place. WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. We have different levels for you to get in. You can get in on a level where you can take everything at your own pace on your own time. There's a level for that. There's a level where you get access to all of that stuff while at the same time you're being coached by me directly. We got a level for that. You hop on a call with me or somebody on my team for that. We got two physical mailings we send out every month, the Bulletproof Bulletin. You can see one behind me if you're watching this on video. And we also have the Black Book that I send out every single month physically to your doorstep. All of those are perks of being a member of Work On Your Game University. And you can't get access to any of these things any other way. So just go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. You will see the buffet of options that you have available for you. We, we make it pretty simple. It's not like some big, super huge buffet, but it is a buffet because you have choices. 
workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now let's get into the topic, how to escape mental slavery. Now I touched on this subject back in episode 1696. The subject was how to think for yourself and avoid becoming a mental sheep. A mental sheep meaning sheep being herd animals who simply they see what the other sheep are doing. They all just follow each other. Even if they're walking into a slaughterhouse, they don't know any better because that's what sheep do. You as a human have more mental capacity than a sheep. So you should never become a mental sheep. But today we're going to go deeper into the subject. So I want to tell you how to avoid being a mental slave and just get deeper into this concept of thinking for yourself. Now, while we all understand slavery as something that is forced upon a person in the context of this episode, we're going to paraphrase uh, Mr. Kanye West and say that this kind of slavery that I'm talking about here today, or this is the slavery that was a choice, okay, with a, a chuckle. It's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing. Those of you who remember when Kanye was on a, I believe he was on TMZ, and he was saying, well, it sounds like slavery was a choice, and a bunch of people uh, lambasted him for saying that. And I don't remember if he ever went any deeper into the point, but the slavery that I'm talking about here today, Slavery, this is slavery is a choice. All right. This is you becoming a mental slave simply because of things you are declining to do, which I'm going to explain here today. So this is the kind of slavery where you are declining to think for yourself. So you become a slave by default, not a slave by choice. And so the world that we know of in the history book says people became slaves because someone grabbed them and forced you to be a slave. This is the kind of slavery where if you do absolutely nothing, you become a slave by default. And instead, you must do something proactively to avoid slavery. All right. That's what we're talking about here today. Everybody got it? Good. Point number one. Topic once again is how to escape mental slavery. Number one, beware the appeal to authority. In simple terms, the appeal to authority is a logical fallacy argument that people use to claim that just because someone who is in a position of authority said, did, or believes something, that it must mean it's true and it must be accepted as truth. This is not true. This is illogical. Thus, logical fallacy. There's a website out there called yourlogicalfallacyis.com. I would suggest all of you go to that website. Again, it's called yourlogicalfallacyis.com. And it lists probably 20 to 30 common logical fallacies. They give you the title of it. They give you an example of it. And then they give you a brief explanation of what each one is. I think everyone in the world, this should be a college course on logical fallacies. There's a college course on logical fallacies. It would improve discourse in the world. And let's just start with America. But it would improve discourse all over the world if people understood what logical fallacies were and they could catch themselves in using them so that people could stop making false arguments and sounding more dumb the more that they spoke while thinking that they sound smart. All right. The appeal to authority is a logical fallacy. And we're going to get into some examples of this. Oh, you know, we will. All right. If you know this show, then you know. If you don't know, are you going to find out here? You're going to learn today. OK, there used to be a time when the appeal to authority logical fallacy didn't even matter. All right. We didn't even have an appeal to authority logical fallacy because we didn't need it. That time's over. Now, we all remember how our presidents, presidents with an S on it, both the Democrat and the Republican, how the heads of the Center for Disease Control, also known as the CDC and allegedly esteemed doctors all got on national platforms and lied to our faces, lied to the cameras, to our faces, and told us that you got to put a cloth mask on your face, even though the note on the side of that cloth mask box says this mask does not prevent the spreading of any type of virus or germs. It actually says that on the box. But we were told you got to put this cloth mask on your face to get on the train or get on the airplane or get on the bus or come to the dentist 
or come to the doctor or to walk through the lobby of this building or for your kids to go to school. We were told that we had to do this, even though logically it made no sense whatsoever. And the people who made the mask even said this mask does not do what is being purported to do. But we had to do it anyway. That's the logical fallacy. It's the appeal to authority logical fallacy because people in authority told us that we had to do it. And a bunch of people fell in line and actually defended, staunchly defended this practice, even though it made no sense the entire time. Anybody remember that or is it just me? Many of you, I did not do this. I put the mask on when I had to. I actually got, you know, once I was walking around in Miami, this was in the summer of 2020, and I did not have a cloth mask on my face. And I actually got stopped by a police officer. This is walking. I was not driving. Stopped by a police officer in the street. An officer said, where's your mask? And I said, I ain't got no mask. And he wrote me a ticket. I got written a citation by a Miami police officer <laughs> because I did not have a mask on my face. Now, I don't know if I'm I'm going to assume the statute of limitations is up on this. But if I'm wrong, then uh, y'all can laugh at me for it later. But I did not give him my real information and threw the ticket in the trash. So I never actually paid the citation. The whole point is I was given a citation for this whole situation because I didn't have a cloth mask on my face, which, again, made no sense whatsoever. Even the cop knew it was some bullshit. Because while he was writing the ticket up, he was like, yeah, look, I know. Look, if you just do this and you call this number and you complain, they'll throw the ticket out. He told me like what to do to process for getting the ticket thrown out. But I, it didn't matter because they didn't have my real name. Anyway, so go about finding you no know, Justin Jackson in Miami. But anyway, <laughs> there's another thing we were told that you should take this experimental drug that was masked as a vaccine to fight off this virus that was going around. And yes, what you took in your arm, some of you took one shot, some of you took six shots, was a, an experimental drug. That was not a vaccine. It was an experimental drug because a vaccine the definition of a vaccine is an agent that inoculates you against a virus. So if you took a vaccine and then you still got the virus, then what you took was not a vaccine. It was an experimental drug. You don't even know what was in it, but you're defending it as a vaccine. What was in it? Uh, if it was a vaccine, you don't even know. So how are you going to call it a vaccine? Again, this is an appeal to authority, logical fallacy that you assume something is what a person in authority tells you because we've been groomed to trust people in authority when they tell us something that we should believe it. Yes, I'm 100% on board with that. That's the way it, quote unquote, should be. Those times are over. I just told you that a few minutes ago. It used to be a time when we could trust people in authority that they were telling us the truth and we could trust their word. All right, that time's been over, folks. I don't know where y'all been, but that time has been over for a while now. Right, by the time that virus came around, that time had already been over. So any of you who fell for that, all right, I, it ain't even funny to laugh at you anymore, but you all know. All right, hopefully you can at least admit that you were duped. If you can't admit that you were duped, you're still in the matrix and you got to get out of it. And don't be mad at me for giving you the message. If you're mad at me, I don't give a fuck anyway. So I'm going to keep telling you. I'm going to bring this up over and over again because it's a good example, because this is one that everybody can relate to. Everybody understands, even if you understand it on a level that makes you annoyed because it's being pointed out to you. You all remember how national news outlets created stories out of nowhere to smear presidential candidates. Usually one particular guy, we only had to name him, but I will if we need to, to smear a presidential candidate simply because they didn't like the guy using stories that were completely made up at worst and extremely misleading at best to make this guy look bad just to make sure that you didn't vote for this guy. These are people and platforms who we used to trust as people in authority. We used to trust these authorities to tell us the truth. We learned that we couldn't trust them anymore to tell us the truth. And now we got to get our own information. The challenge with this of now needing to get our own information 
is that human beings are lazy. Human beings do not think. Human beings do not read. These are three truths about human beings. I didn't just make this up here today. I told you this a long time ago. Three truths about human beings that you need to understand. Let me see if I can find that episode, if I can remember the what I titled it. But this is something that I said a long time ago. So unless I, I may not find it while I'm talking to you all here, but these are three truths that I have. Here it is. Three most dangerous truths about people. Episode number 1717. Here they are. I want him buried to lead. You should listen to the episode anyway, where I explain it in depth. But here are the three truths. Number one, people are lazy. Number two, people don't think. Number three, people don't read. So when we lost our ability or our privilege of being able to trust those in authority to tell us the truth, and now we had to go get the truth on our own, this created a huge void. It created a huge vacuum in our society simply because most people are too fucking lazy and don't think and don't read enough to get their own information. Therefore, now they were still trusting what the people in authority were saying, even though the people in authority were no longer trustworthy. So this is what's created this big gap in society. Everybody understand what I just said there? Please rewind the last 60 seconds and listen to that again if you didn't catch it, because this is what has created the void. This what I just said right there. See, the thing about authority is that it's directly related to connected to reputation. And it takes a lifetime to build a reputation. It only takes one moment to destroy your reputation. So mental slaves appeal to authority at all costs without thinking for themselves. You must not fall victim to this. Doesn't mean the person in authority is always lying. Doesn't mean you can't ever listen to what they have to say. You can listen to what everybody has to say. Doesn't mean you should follow it. And it doesn't mean that they're always wrong. But you should not accept what they say at face value. That's what I'm saying. Any person in any level of authority. I was talking to a friend recently. Give you an example here. This was a recent thing. They asked me why I was not participating in certain medical intervention. He said, why don't you do that? I told him, well, I didn't want to do it. That's why I'm not doing it. That's a good enough reason. He said, well, this is what the guy said to me. He said, you don't want to do that, Dre. What if the doctor says that you should do it? (laughs) That was his response. Right there. That question is an appeal to authority, logical fallacy. Now, I did not say that to him because I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole. We didn't have time for this conversation. But that was an appeal to authority. Just the fact that he even asked me that question that way. I asked him, do you believe everything a doctor says to you? And we had a brief conversation. This is like two minutes. The long and short of it was pretty much his answer was pretty much yes. His answer was yes, because what he was saying to me, and I'm going to talk about this in a future episode that's coming up soon. He was basically saying, well, I know you, Dre, and I know you're a smart guy. However, I also know that you are not a doctor. So if a doctor is saying you should do X and you are saying you don't want to do X, I'm not understanding. This is him talking to me. I'm not understanding why you wouldn't do X if you're not a doctor, but the doctor says you should do it. And I I can only laugh at him. I can only laugh at what he was saying. And while he was talking, I'm just thinking to myself, this is going to make a good podcast episode because this guy, (laughs) he is just appealing to authority because he's been taught all his life to appeal to authority. And he hasn't been red pilled enough to understand that appealing to authority that went out of style a long time ago, but he's still appealing to authority. This is mental slavery. In this particular area, this guy is a mental slave because he doesn't even understand where he's at. This slavery is a choice. All right. This slavery right here, this is a choice. Now, this guy is no dummy. Right? He's no idiot. But he has abdicated his right to think for himself and decided to accept anything in authority. In this case, a doctor says to him, right, and this is a bad idea. This will lead you into a really bad place. And the challenge with you being led into this bad place, here's the the worst part of this, is that when you finally realize that you've been led into a bad place, you can't undo the bullshit that you accepted 
because you didn't think for yourself. That all those times, all those times that you decide to be a slave and not think for yourself, uh, there's no recourse. All right, you can't sue anybody. All right, you just got to accept it and accept that you got played, you got duped, and just accept that. Just decide that you won't get duped again, but you can't undo what you already did. Everybody got it? Are you tired of compromising on the quality of the water that you drink? If so, let me introduce Aqua True, the cutting edge reverse osmosis water purifier that brings the purest, freshest water right into your home. With Aqua True, there is no need to settle for ordinary tap water, and you damn sure can stop drinking water out of a plastic bottle. Please stop doing that. The advanced filtration technology of AquaTrue removes contaminants, chemicals, and impurities, giving you with clean, great-tasting water that you can trust. And here's the exciting part. As a valued listener of Work On Your Game and a follower of what we do here, you can enjoy $100 off of any of AquaTrue's top-of-the-line models. Whether you choose the AquaTrue Classic, AquaTrue Connect, AquaTrue Undersink, or the AquaTrue Garage, you'll experience the ultimate in water purification. Imagine a peace of mind knowing that every glass of water you and your family drink is free from harmful substances. Plus, AquaTrue is super easy to set up. I set up mine myself and requires no plumbing and no installation hassles at all. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Go to workwhenyourgame.com slash A-T, that stands for AquaTrue, workwhenyourgame.com slash A-T today and explore AquaTrue's range of products and claim your $100 discount. Enhance the quality of your drinking water and enjoy the benefits of pure, refreshing hydration with AquaTrue. That's workwhenyourgame.com slash A-T. Remember, better water starts at home with AquaTrue. Hey, listeners, I got a mind-blowing offer that you're going to love. Our buddies over at Audible are hooking all of you up with a free 30-day trial to their vast library of audiobooks. Yes, you heard that right, free. Now, imagine this. You're chilling at home, you're commuting, you're cooking, you're whatevering, and you got the coolest audiobooks playing in your ears at the same time. The best part, you get to start your trial with a free audiobook. I would suggest getting my book, The Third Day. Oh, and hold on to your socks prime members you as a prime member get two free titles to kickstart your audible adventure and here's the deal after your trial either way it's just $14.95 per month that's like a couple of fancy coffees from starbucks for a whole month of brain boosting goodness straight from audible so get in on the action right now by going over to workonyourgame.com audible that's workonyourgame.com audible and dive into your free trial trust me you're going to thank me later your mind and your ears will be forever grateful. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Go to workonyourgame.com slash audible. That's workonyourgame.com slash audible. Get your free audiobook and start your 30 days free trial right now. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to escape mental slavery. Number two, ask questions. When we did a series on critical thinking, if you did not hear the episode that I did on critical thinking, I would, I would strongly suggest that you listen to it. I talked about that in episode number 1826 and 1827, how to be a critical thinker and then habits of a critical thinker. Number one trait of a critical thinker is they question everything. Any of you who has a young child who's old enough to talk, but not old enough to 
quote unquote, know the ways of the world to where they just start accepting nonsense as nonsense. Like us adults have grown to. They're in the in-between phase, the cute phase, but it also can be annoying because they're always asking questions. This is what a five-year-old does. Someone who's a kid between five and eight years old, I would assume. My child's not that old yet, but any of you has a kid around that age or has had a kid around that age, you can confirm this with me. They're always asking questions and everything is a open-ended why question. Why is this? Why do that? Why are you doing it that way? Why are you saying this? Why do we have to do that? Why do I have to do that? This is a good thing. This is a good habit that you should try, even though it can be very annoying, try your hardest to not extinguish this habit in your children. If my child gets older, maybe it will become annoying to me. He's going to be asking me question after question after question after question. I welcome it, hopefully. I'm saying that now. You know, he's not, he can't really, he's making sounds, but he can't really talk yet. Not in a normal conversational way. I'm saying that now, but hopefully I will keep the same energy. And when he starts asking me questions, I'm going to answer every single question. And at some point, I guarantee my son's going to ask me a question that my answer, my default rote answer to his question won't make any fucking sense whatsoever. It's going to cause me to challenge myself. I'm going to have to question myself like, damn, you know what? I'm glad you asked me that question because my answer doesn't make any sense. Let me examine what I'm thinking. We should be open to this. Critical thinkers ask questions. Five-year-olds are great critical thinkers. Challenge for all of us, the older that we get, our thought patterns become very rigid. Our brains become much less pliable and less flexible. And then we get to just giving a default answer. Well, you're going to, we're going to do it that way because I said we're going to do it that way. We're going to do what the doctor says because the doctor said it. All right. These are inflexible, rigid answers that literally, not literally, they logically don't make any sense. One thing that makes a person a slave and keeps them a slave is the fact that when they are presented with information or presented with a conclusion or even an idea, slaves are conditioned to not question anything that's presented to them. They just accept whatever you give. Them. Whatever you tell them, they just accept it, regardless of who said it. And even if a person in authority, as I just said, says something, doesn't mean they can't be questioned. The person in authority is the best person to question because if they're in authority, that means they should have the best information. Therefore, they should have the best insight when you ask them a question. So those are the best people to ask questions of, the people in authority, because they had the best answers. When a person in authority doesn't want to answer your question or they shut you down or shout you down or demean you in any way for asking them a question, that should be making the emergency lights in your brain flash on a level 10 when a person in authority doesn't want to be questioned, because it means they're probably telling you some bullshit that they can't back up. That's why they don't want to answer your question. Now, again, a free person, mentally free person understands this immediately. You understand this inherently. You're listening to me right now and you're just nodding your head because you agree with everything I'm saying. The rest, some of you are, you're getting red pill right now, but you're, you're fighting the red pill. You're fighting letting that red pill go down your esophagus because you're not quite sure you want to accept this. But tell me I'm wrong. I gave you my text number. I do read those texts. My email address is dre at dreallday.com. You prefer email. Slaves have been conditioned to not question anything, especially when it comes from a person in a position of authority or if it is an idea that is properly emotionally charged. What happens is the idea completely bypasses the logical centers of the slave brain, but it should not bypass the logical center of your brain because you are not a slave. You see, in the world that we live in today, if you tell there are certain black people who live in the United States of America, if you tell them that a certain person or idea or action is racist, doesn't matter if it makes any logical sense, because as soon as they hear the word racist and the person who is accused happens to be white or they're connected to the Republican Party or they're a supporter of Donald Trump or they got a MAGA hat on, 
there are black people in America who will immediately accept that that thing, idea or person is racist and they don't want to hear anything logical or rational about it because the emotional charge of the word racist bypasses the logical centers of their brain. Therefore, they question nothing. They immediately accept the idea, even if it doesn't make sense. And they don't want to hear anything else. That's mental slavery. And I'm talking about some of you who are listening to me right now. Some of you are mental slaves and you ain't got chains on. The chains are just in your brain. Even if you end up accepting something that comes from a person who is in a position of authority, which sometimes you will and sometimes you should. Sometimes people in a position of authority actually do know what they're talking about. I'm not saying that they're always wrong. That does not mean that that person or idea cannot be questioned. Again, sometimes somebody says something to me and they have a position of authority and I actually agree with them, but I still question them because I want to find out why they believe what they believe. Can they actually stand on what they're saying or are they just saying it because they're in a position of authority and they're used to not being questioned and therefore there's no substance behind what they're saying? Or are they basically what we call an empty suit? Right, they're just saying things and they're hiding behind their authority, but they don't have any substance behind their position. Give you another example. January 6, 2021. Something happened in Washington, D.C. Some of you know about that. January 6, 2021. There were a bunch of people who came to the city of Washington, D.C. for a Donald Trump rally. Donald Trump had allegedly been defeated in the 2020 presidential election. I say allegedly because at this point it was still alleged. They were still we were still trying to figure out who won. And to this day, there are people who rightly question how that election was executed and how the votes were tallied. There are people who will question that election forever. And they have a right to question that election forever because the process was not very transparent. I think, again, even if you hate Donald Trump, if you disagree with that, how do you disagree with that? How could you possibly disagree with that? You can question it again, even if you accept, okay, Joe Biden is the president now. He is the quote unquote winner of the 2020 election. I think we all have come to terms with that at this point. You can still question what happened in that election because we don't know how exactly it happened. It was not very transparent. And I think we can all see that. So January 6, 2021, there was a rally held in Washington, D.C. on behalf of Donald Trump. And a bunch of Donald Trump supporters came to Washington, D.C. to support then President Trump. I mean, I guess you still call him president even after their presidents. They came to support President Trump. Now, what happened is a bunch of people marched from the site of the rally, which was at a, just a, a spot in D.C. They marched from there to the Capitol building and some people busted into the Capitol building. Not everybody who was there in D.C. that day busted into the Capitol building, but some people busted into the Capitol building, walked around the Capitol building. Many of you have probably seen the videos. It's not like it was complete anarchy in the Capitol building. They were just walking around for the most part. And there were some people who were trying to you know, bust into doors that they shouldn't have gotten into. And somebody got shot. And we know about that story. We're not going to get into all that here today. But unlawfully, these people had broken into the building. Now, depending on who you ask, some of these people were actually let into the building. And if you see the videos, you can see that some of these people were let into the building and actually walked around the building with security. These are uniformed security are walking some of these alleged insurrectionists through the Capitol building and talking to them casually as they're walking through the building, which no one who has considered these people insurrectionists has ever explained. Why are they walking around with them having jovial conversation if these people are so terrible? But anyway, we're not going to get that much deeper into that here today. But these people are in the building, depending on who you ask, how they got in. They busted in, they were let in the building. Either way, these people faced very harsh penalties. Some of them are still incarcerated to this very day. This whole episode of what happened on January 6th was about one thing. Here's what it was about. For those of you who don't know, there were a bunch of citizens, American citizens, probably voters, I would assume, who were questioning how the 2020 presidential election had been conducted, how the votes had been calculated. 
And when those people begin to question what took place, I'm talking about the questioners who stayed home and didn't go to D.C. on January 6th. Also, the questioners who traveled to D.C. on January 6th. Also, the questioners who did not only travel to D.C., but went up to the Capitol and even went in the Capitol building on January 6th. All of those people who were supporting President Trump and they were questioning what happened in that election. They want some more transparency as to how that election took place. What was the common refrain? What was the common response to those people who were questioning the election of 2020? The common refrain was, you are not to question or even consider that any foul took place when it came to that election. You are threatening our democracy. Wasn't that the phrase? You're threatening our democracy by questioning how a democratic election took place. How the hell is that threatening a democracy to question how an election took place in a democratic republic? How is it? Now, wait. It's not threatening a a democracy when a person who has a vote asks how the votes got calculated. That's actually exactly what democracy is. How did you calculate these votes? How did you figure that out? How did it take? How long was it from the date of the election? Usually the date of the election. I remember when Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton in 2016. I woke up the day after the election and they had already announced Donald Trump won. In 2020, it was weeks from the time of the election till we actually got the outcome. So is it plausible that we could question if there was some foul play that took place? It's plausible. Now, did it actually happen? We don't know. That's the whole point. (laughs) This is the reason why there are people who are still to this day upset and annoyed and perplexed about what happened in the 2020 election. And they have a right to be because it was not transparent. I I think, again, can anybody tell me that it was transparent? And if so, how do you know? Why? Because somebody told you what I just told you. You do not accept what an authority says just because an authority said it. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Again, logically, nobody can question this. Now, if you are, again, allowing your emotions to cloud your logical thinking, you're going to get over that. You listen to the show often enough or you're going to find your way to a different show to listen to. One or the other is going to happen, but you're not going to stay in that spot. But what was told, the people were told you're not allowed to question this. Do not question what happened in the election. You're questioning uh, democracy. There are other phrases that were used that are not coming to my mind right now. But as a general point, everybody was told, shut up and simply accept what we told you. That was pretty much the answer. Many people, mental slaves, accepted this answer, even when as far as to attack and demean anyone who did not accept the mental slavery of simply accepting what they had been told. This is what a lot of people did. All right. We're telling you this is what happened. We're telling you this is the outcome. So if you don't accept that, something's wrong with you. All right, something got to be wrong with you if you're not accepting what we're telling you. Any citizen of the United States of America has the right and should exercise the right to question how an election took place, being that we are a democracy. There's nothing wrong with answering a question. That's how democracies work. If you're satisfied with the answers, that's 100 percent fine. But when you're told to shut up and not even ask the question, that's an issue. That's an issue. People who went to Washington, D.C. on January 6th did not represent all of the questioners, but they were probably the staunchest questioners. And they had a right to question what had happened in that process. And they were going right to who? Who's in the Capitol building? Those are the people who make the laws, by the way, for those of you who don't know. In the Capitol building are the people who make the laws in America. And they went there to question the people who make the laws as to what exactly is going on. You're listening to this right now. And you have an issue with anyone who questioned what took place in the 2020 election. You have an issue with the people who questioned it. I'm questioning it. I still to this day question what happened in that election. The process was dubious at best. It was very opaque. It was not transparent. Nobody knows exactly what happened. There is a reasonable, there is a reasonable 
outlook on that election, that foul play took place to make sure Trump did not win because there were a lot of people who were very strongly incentivized to make sure he did not win. Can we agree with all those points? And that does not necessarily mean that he didn't lose fair and square, but it also doesn't mean that he did. And we will never know the real answer. And that question can hang in the air forever. And anyone who has that question has the right to ask it. Any of you listening to this right now has an issue with someone questioning that 2020 election, you might be a mental slave. And I just broke down to you why. Asking a question is a right that is protected by the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. So anytime you are told by anyone in a position of authority, your parents may be being the only exception. They say, hey, I said so. Don't ask me again. OK, you probably should be quiet. But other than that, <laughs> somebody is questioning something is happening here in this free land of the United States. Yeah, you should question that. You should wonder about that. And if you are not willing to question or you are beating back someone who is questioning something that's happening just because they're questioning something that maybe goes against the outcome that you want, you might be a mental slave. Even if, let's just say Donald Trump had won the 2020 election. He had been announced the winner. It was the same process, but he had been announced the winner. And people who wanted Trump to lose, people who had voted for Biden, they were questioning how that election had taken place. I would say they got a right to it. They have a right to question. And so this has nothing to do with Donald Trump. This has nothing to do with MAGA. This has to do with that process was very opaque. It was not clear. It was not transparent. And the people who had a challenge of the process had a right to do so. It doesn't matter what the outcome was. Any logical thinker would agree with this. Now, I don't know how many logical thinkers I got in my audience, but I think I got a good amount. We'll see. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to avoid being a mental slave. Number three, remember that as a general rule, the masses are stupid and the crowd is always wrong. As a general rule, you can apply this to all of life. The masses are stupid and the crowd is always wrong. Now, I say this in a tongue in cheek type of way, but I'm serious at the same time. I'm going to do an episode on this exact point coming up very soon. The masses of people, by definition, are average. All right, you take a whole bunch of people and you just grab the biggest group of them, like the bell curve. You got a small amount at the bottom, big amount in the middle, small amount at the top. The masses of people are average by definition. That's what makes the average is the masses of people. Okay. If you're listening to a show called Work on Your Game, which is about personal and professional growth and development, I'm going to assume that you don't wish to be average, even though you might be average right now. You don't want to stay there. This means by deductive reasoning, you should never follow the masses because you don't want to be average, but most people are average. That means you shouldn't follow what most people do. Everybody catch what I'm saying here. You should never follow what the crowd is doing, meaning you should never follow the majority of people. The majority of people always end up average, again, by the simple law of averages. Average people even have a law named after them. Okay, it's not a theory. It's a law. Okay, average people have a law named after them because average people will always exist and they will always make up the majority of a population. No matter how many people you have in a population, average will always make up the majority of it. You don't want to be average. Therefore, you should never do what most people do. Everybody catching what I'm saying here. This is deductive reasoning. A simple way to avoid mental slavery, in addition to what we've already talked about here today, is to look at what the average masses of people are doing and make sure you are not too often having too much in common with them. Look at what the average masses of people are doing and make sure whatever you're doing ain't the same as what they're doing. That's it. This is a simple rule of thumb that any of you listening to me right now, you can start using this right now today. You can start applying this immediately. Look around at what everybody else is doing. Don't do that. Let me tell you one thing that most people don't do. They don't listen to shows that are about a personal and professional development or shows that are going to question their thinking or question their actions or move them to do something different than what they're already doing. So 
you are already doing something that makes you different from the masses. Now, the challenge is, can you keep doing it on a consistent basis? Not can you do it one time? Can you do it over and over again? That's really what separates you because life is long. It's short and it's long at the same time. So you haven't already been using this. This is something that you can start applying right now today. This is your call to action. Make sure you don't have too much in common with the masses. And as I said, I got a whole episode. Let me see what I got in my notes here. I got a whole episode coming on that in uh, probably a couple of days. So stay tuned. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is how to escape mental slavery. Talked about this back in episode 1696 when I told you how to avoid being a sheep. Now, this is the kind of slavery that, again, this is not forced bondage. This is the kind of slavery that you end up in by default if you don't do these things that I'm talking about. Point number one, beware of the appeal to authority. Just because a person in a position of authority or an organization in a position of authority says something does not mean you should accept it at face value. As a matter of fact, in the world we live in today, that's the red flag for you accepting anything at face value. You should immediately question and challenge it and find out why they're saying it. And if they don't want to explain to you why, you should probably, I would say, default to rejecting it. But you could decide how you want to respond. But do not accept anything at face value, even from a person in a position of authority. I don't care who they are. Number two, ask questions. One thing that makes a person a slave and keeps them a slave is the fact that when they're presented with information or a conclusion or idea, slaves have been conditioned to question nothing and accept everything. Do not do this. This is idiotic. Do not accept anything that is given to you at face value. I don't care, again, where it comes from. Critical thinkers, number one trait of a critical thinker is they question everything. They want to know, explain why this makes sense. I get what you said, but explain to me why it makes sense. Now, it does not mean you're always going to get an answer from whoever you're questioning, but you should always ask the question. Even if you don't ask the question of them, you can ask the question of yourself. Hey, why does this make sense? If you can't make sense of it, then you need to go do some work to figure out why it makes sense. Even if you need to go figure it out on your own and do your own research. And you should be doing your own research in this world that we live in today. Folks, doing your own research is no longer a is no longer a luxury. It is a requirement. You must do your own research before you accept anything coming from a person in a position of authority. They are incentivized to tell you things that and they're not incentivized to tell you what the things are that they're telling you and why they're telling you. But you are you are mandated to do your own research these days. If you're not doing your own research, you are a mental slave. Number three. Remember that as a general rule, the masses are stupid and the crowd is always wrong. So anytime you find yourself amongst the crowd doing what the masses are doing, you are probably doing something dumb, doing something wrong and doing something that's going to lead you into averageville. Being that you're listening to a personal professional growth show, I'm assuming that you don't want to be average. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe I got some average stragglers who found their way to the show. I don't know how you got here or what attracted you here, but whatever it is, I will make sure I adjust it so that I don't attract more people like you. All right. I don't want you here. I want people who are serious about growth and serious about getting better listening to this show right here. So anytime you find yourself doing things like the average and the masses of people are doing, you are doing the wrong thing. It should be like an alarm system going off in your mind that I need to get the hell out of here and stop doing whatever I'm doing and do something different. Never, ever, ever find yourself following the masses. All that said, text me. Let me know the best point you got from today's class. My number is 305-384-6894. Work on your game university. That's where I do all my coaching. That's where all my courses are. That's where you get my two physical mailings that I send every month, the Bulletproof Bulletin and the Masterclass Black Book. That is all at workonyourgameuniversity.com. You want to be coached by me directly. You schedule a time to get on a call with us free of charge, no obligation. We'll find out where you're at, where you want to go, how we can help you. We'll tell you how it works and what it looks like. All of that is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. 
And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number 305-384-6894. One more time. 305-384-6894. Get the daily motivation. Introducing AG1, newest sponsor of Work On Your Game, the all-in-one daily supplement that takes your health and well-being to new heights. Now, you know me as a pro athlete. I'm very meticulous about what I put in my body. I still perform every day as an athlete. I got to make sure I'm putting good stuff in me. So AG1 has a powerful blend of 75 essential vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, and it is designed to provide comprehensive support for your body and your mind. So imagine having a personal army of health experts working tirelessly to optimize your well-being. That is what AG1 is. It's a synergistic combination of prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more, which means what? It means there's a bunch of stuff all working in harmony to fuel your body with the nutrients it craves. So say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements, get rid of that medicine cabinet that you have in your kitchen right now with all those pills, and embrace the simplicity of AG1, which is literally one scoop of this stuff with eight ounces of water in a shaker bottle that they provide, and that's all you need every day. But that's not all. There's more. When you try AG1 today, you'll receive a fantastic offer. Here it is. You're going to get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vitamin nutrient, vital nutrient for strong immune system and strong bones, along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment. This means you'll have everything you need to take AG1 on the go and never miss a beat in your health routine. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and let's unlock the power of AG1 for a healthier, happier you. Are you concerned about the harmful effects of drinking water out of plastic bottles? If you're not, you should be, because if you knew what you were drinking when you drink out of a plastic bottle, well, just understand this. You're drinking plastic. Now, you probably don't want to do that. So introducing AquaTrue, the cutting edge reverse osmosis water purifier that provides a sustainable alternative for clean and safe drinking water. Plastic bottles contribute to the pollution and harm of our environment. With AquaTrue, you can eliminate the need for single use plastic bottles and enjoy the convenience of having pure, refreshing water right at your fingertips. AquaTrue's advanced filtration technology removes contaminants, chemicals, and impurities, ensuring that every sip you take is free from harmful substances. Say goodbye to the uncertainty of bottled water and embrace a more eco-friendly solution. And here's the best part. As a conscious consumer and follower of work on your game, we're going to give you $100 off of any of AquaTrue's top-of-the-line models. That's either the AquaTrue Classic, AquaTrue Connect, AquaTrue Undersink, or AquaTrue Carafe. You're making a positive impact on both your health and the environment at the same time. They call that two birds with one stone. By choosing AquaTrue, you're not only investing in your well-being, but also taking a step towards reducing plastic waste. And if you're like me and you live near water, you see what happens to the plastic waste that a lot of people throw away. It ends up in the ocean, killing our fish, making the beaches hard to swim in. You don't want to take your kids there because of all this plastic waste. With AquaTrue, we can eliminate all of that. So here's what you do. Visit workonyourgame.com slash AT. That's workonyourgame.com slash AT for AquaTrue today to explore our range of products and claim your $100 discount. Make a sustainable choice and join the AquaTrue True Water Warrior community right now. 
Again, that link is workonyourgame.com slash AT. Choose Aqua True and say goodbye to the plastic bottles while enjoying pure, refreshing water that is better for you and better for the planet. 